This episode is brought to you by our friends at SeatGeek. There's nothing better than live sports. There's nothing better than going to see a sporting event live. There's nothing better than going to see a comedy show or a musical or a play. Any type of event is better live in person. Get off your couch and go live a little bit. Buying tickets is usually a complicated thing. It's very confusing. Not with SeatGeek. It's the simplest, easiest way to get tickets to any live event. Nothing beats going there in person, but... You got to make sure that you're getting the best value for your dollar every time because there's a lot of people out there that rip you off. This never happens with SeatGeek. Every purchase is 100% guaranteed. The ticket you click on is the ticket you get. Trust them. We trust them, and that's important. Trust is everything. Make SeatGeek your go-to app for buying the best, finding the best deals on every type of ticket. Best of all, our listeners get $10 off when you download the app and you enter the promo code Heartland. It's $10 off your first SeatGeek purchase. Just download the SeatGeek app, enter the promo code Heartland today. That's promo code Heartland for $10 off your first SeatGeek purchase. Yeah, kick it on back and crack a cold one. Yeah, the boys are about to go on. Here we go. Welcome to Heartland Radio 2.0. It's Monday for you. It's Sunday for us. We have a very special treat for you. You guys have asked for it. (laughs) And now he's here. Joining us in the studio, fresh off his third place finish in America's Got Talent, ladies and gentlemen, comedian Ryan Niemiller. Hey, thank you guys. I'm officially the third most talented person in America. Yeah, how about that? What <laughs> well, that one team had like 50 people. So that's yeah, actually I'm not, like well, I'm the 54th, 54th most talented person in all of America. <laughs> On that note, let me just say this. Uh-huh. Those choirs have no business being in the top five. Agreed. You don't have to say it, Ryan. I'll say it for you. Nobody wants to go to Vegas for a Vegas show at night and see uh, a high school choir. Yes. Great story. Kids are very talented, but that's not selling tickets. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I, I will happening. tell you, the, the AGT fan base, though, absolutely wants to see that choir, though. Of course. It's, For sure. It's, of course. It's, because that kind of show, like, I mean, this is a four-day. I think a lot of people have a misconception. This isn't a residency that you get in Vegas. It's like a four-day headline. Oh, that's thing. it? Oh. That yeah. a big oh. I was going to say, it doesn't have legs, but it's four <laughs> days. So it's, a, so it's a thing that oh, okay. people of the show... And the you know the cool thing is I'm on those Vegas shows anyway, even with third place. So <laughs> oh, I'm nice. just not headlining them. Nice. Yeah. So, I'm so what are, you, are you the opener? Uh, I'll be one of the openers. Yeah, there's five of the X are there. Um, Do you get more than ninety seconds? Uh, yes, I think they give me like 180 seconds. <laughs> 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 no, I think I'll be doing probably like 10 minutes. That's sets, awesome. Yeah. Like actual sets and just nice. hanging out with my friends. Do they have to be clean too, since it's an AGT crowd? Yes. Probably. Yeah. That sucks. That and you know. A lot of the acts will be kids because a lot of the finalists were kids. <laughs> mm-hmm. So why? And here's my thing: Why are you bringing your kids to Vegas? True. Yeah. Come on, parents. <laughs> so they can. <laughs> That's meet your Co- Disneyland. <laughs> so they can meet Cody Lee, I guess. Uh, yes. the, yeah. No, I guess there's. I don't think I've ever seen a kid in Vegas. I've seen lots. I've seen kids be made in Vegas. <laughs> but that's an entirely different thing. There's not much yeah. paying attention going on in Vegas. No. 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 Not at all. Is your mic on, by the way? Is your mic on, Gumby? Is my mic on? Yeah, there it is. Okay. My headphones are this is a little behind the scenes right now. My headphones are going crazy. What do you mean? Sometimes two ears, sometimes one, <laughs> sometimes left ear, sometimes right, in the middle of one conversation. <laughs> 
we might have to get some new ones. Right? Yeah, I bought those headphones about four years ago for twenty dollars. So they've, they've yeah, I think they've run the course. I don't know. Hey, buddy. So <laughs> <laughs> back to within you. Within the first three minutes, we're already. <laughs> um, you uh, quite a run, man. Quite a run. It's uh, life changing shit. So it's very cool. We feel lucky to be along the journey as it went along to document somewhat. Um, so when when I just want to know when you're among the last three on the stage, were you like a just about to shit your pants. I mean, is that like the biggest, coolest, fucking, but nerve-wracking thing in the oh, world? Oh, it was definitely nerve-wracking. It was the t- when I, once I got top five, that's where it got really weird. Yeah, because if Cause you go out early, you're like, oh, I did my job. I was a comedian. I made it to the finals. Yeah. Not very many do. Boom, victory. But then when they start narrowing it down and you get closer and closer and closer to that $1 million. Yeah, I, I thought it was a situation like kind of once I got up there um, and then when Voice of the Service got eliminated at fifth, mm-hmm. I kind of thought like, okay, cool, I'm fourth. Yeah, because just who was out there, you know, the choir has a huge voting base in Detroit. Right, they came out, and then uh, when V Unbeatable got eliminated at fourth, I don't think they showed it on television. But I literally was so shocked that I mouthed, "What the fuck?" <laughs> <laughs> like that—that that was the one brief moment where I was like, "I might win." Yeah, they, <laughs> you know, I mean, Smart Money was on Cody the entire time, sure. but like, but I had at least a brief moment of like. Well, who knows what's happening yeah. now? This is weird. I mean, let's be honest. There's no way you're beating Cody. Cody yeah. Cody is uh, a musical genius, the voice of an angel. He's blind. <laughs> yeah. He's He has autism. But when he like he sits down at that piano, it's just pure fucking magic. Yeah, the energy in that room anytime he performs is absurd. It's, like, it's, I get it. Like, like, Cody is such a phenomenon that, like, a lot of the messages I've been getting of like even like my most diehard fans are like, bro, you should have got second. <laughs> like that's how good he is. No one's even lying to me to make me think like you should have won. Like it's like, yeah. yo, second place though. Like it's the same fucking thing if you get second or third. Like yeah, you yeah. don't win anything right. either way, you know. But like, yeah, you should have got second, bro. That's what my lady was saying. She's like, well, how much does he get? And I'm like, nothing. It's all or nothing. She's exactly. like, that's bullshit. That yeah, is bullshit. I, I, yeah. I get a career, though. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're like, I just did Wiley's this weekend. Mm-hmm. And um, when the first show had doubled the amount of people that were there when I was there a year ago for the entire weekend. Sure. <laughs> so, yeah. like, like, it... I'm going to be all right, everybody. Well, correct. It would still be nice to get maybe a a nice lump sum, too. Yeah. I mean, America's Got Talent made enough. I I mean, I'm not, I wouldn't be mad about it, but like, (laughs) but I'm in good shape. No, no, I hear you. I hear you. That's cool. So how many agents have reached out to you? Uh, decent chunk. There's yeah, people nice. That. All of them. All the regular, all the big ones. <laughs> how many? Yeah, all so. of them. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone. Every I, agent. I assume the top four or five of all hit you. Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, it's cool. Like I'm, uh, like I said, I'm gonna be in pretty decent shape. This yeah. Week. It's very life changing and weird and it yeah. ha- happens very fast. How about for your family? Still weird for them? Absolutely. Yeah, because they got to be on. Like they filmed yeah. stuff with them. Good and they part got of the to story. Film that they got flown out by the show, which was cool to do it. And yeah. So they're still a little. Uh, little weirded out about <laughs> everything. Are like, they all updating their bios on social media and stuff? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we, we've been giving my uh, my younger brother Trent a lot of shit because like they filmed a lot of us talking and he got no speaking parts. In the <laughs> <laughs> so it's him just drinking water like an asshole <laughs> the entire time. <laughs> the absolute best. I went to. Uh, I don't know how your weekend went. You were doing comedy, enjoying your fame, yes. but I had to go to a wedding and. Probably the funniest thing that's ever happened. 
at a wedding ever happened when I was there. There was U.S. Senator Mike Braun was in attendance. Okay. Okay. And I, I kept we we had a running gag in here with his um, a political attack ads versus Joe, against Joe Connolly. You mean Sleepy Joe? Yeah, oh, Sleepy Joe. Oh. So I was Acapulco dying Joe. the whole time, like not to go up there and just be like. Hey, Joe Connolly's a real piece of shit, huh? <laughs> <laughs> and the drunker and higher I got, I was like, oh, I should go up there. But then I was like, oh, I'll probably mess up my words, ruin it all right yeah, now. Yeah, I think his name's Donnelly, actually. Yeah. Donnelly. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Joe Donnelly. <laughs> oh, that would have been hilarious. Are you drunk and high now? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but then after that, um, one friend, some couple friends of ours were uh, were talking and the husband pat he's like uh he's into politics and stuff so kind of big deal there's a u.s senator there so he's talking about it and his uh his wife corny is like uh well, i, I want to go talk to which one is he he's like this is the good points over he's like the guy with the gray hair and well, looks like a senator yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. so she's like oh, okay well unbeknownst to us there was another one other gray-haired gentleman with glasses beyond him so she waits she buys her time but she's eyeing the wrong one the entire time. <laughs> so she goes over to to not Mike Braun and and he has all his family with him so there's like four or five surrounding him and he interrupts the table and just starts going on with uh, uh, every political view she has, <laughs> stance and things about his kids, because she uh, went to school with one of his kids and all that, and some events that he has coming up, and they have no idea what in the fuck she's talking about. <laughs> and she's she lasts for like twenty minutes. We are dying. Her husband at one point tried to go in and save her, like interrupt her. He's like, "Honey, honey, honey," and she just gave him the finger, like, "Hey." Talking to the senator. <laughs> it would not let him intervene, so he's like, fuck it, she's on her own. I was dying laughing. And what happened when time. she got back to the table? Oh, so she gets back to it. So when she's done, she turns around and Pat's just waiting for her. Gets up there and Pat goes, uh, he goes, uh, um, I don't know how to tell you this. <laughs> That's not my problem. <laughs> <laughs> so you could see her face. We're like farther away, but her face, her mouth just dropped. And she was like, mouth what you did. What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> so she comes over and she's so embarrassed. So we're laughing. We're like, so what, what were you talking about? And she's like, I don't even, I'm not even going to, I'm not even going to go into it. <laughs> Forget it. I just embarrassed myself worse than I've ever embarrassed myself in my life. Thanks for everything. So, um, and then afterwards though, we're we're we go outside, and I'm sitting there with those two, and there is a, a couple that uh, we didn't know sitting on a bench, and they're smoking, and um, they they told us that they this was their first night. The, the lady, she's like, this is our first night out. Really, we just we had a baby not too long ago, and it's our our first night out or whatever. And uh, Pat goes, well, who's your baby with? Which is a kind of a weird way. Yes, where's that baby? To <laughs> because they both looked at him like, what a fucking asshole. And the guy goes, with me? Like, uh. I'm the father. Like, <laughs> and he goes, no, no. I mean, like, who's your baby with right now? Who's watching your baby? <laughs> so I, got, I was laughing. I got a kick out of it. Weddings are the, are, I hate weddings every time getting ready and going to the wedding. But once I'm there. Some shit always happens. I thought Todd best. was gone for the day yesterday. <laughs> he shows up at like 4.30, like running in the house. He's got two brand new suits, new <laughs> shoes, 
He's like, I got to get to the wedding. Holy shit. I'm like, what? I thought you were supposed to be there at like three. So Todd calls me at 1030 in the morning. He goes, you want to go get brunch? And he has to pick me up because my girlfriend had my car. Uh-huh. After we leave brunch, he's like, uh, where can I go get a, a nice shirt to wear to this wedding? I was like, oh, let's go down to Kohl's, whatever. Pick out a couple shirts. Kohl's is the spot. Yeah. We start mm-hmm. pulling out after we were there for about 25 minutes. And he's like, I think I should go get some new shoes. Goes in, leaves with two pairs or a pair of shoes, a new belt, a suit. Four shirts. It was yeah. yeah. Oh fucking thirty five percent off, and you open a cold <laughs> Oh, they got you. Yeah, they it's got nice. you. Billy took you out shopping for uh-huh. a new shirt for your big day. So we spent like the whole day shopping, <laughs> and then um, he I looked think, good though. Uh, you it, was a, it was a great card. fit. <laughs> a couple sports coats. Nice Have sport, you learned nothing from coat. me? Oh, I know, but they got you. Just open another card that you're just gonna go to Coles and just run that one up too. Save two hundred dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Spent three hundred. You but. can't put a price on looking good at a no, wedding. You can't, I know. You can't. And I just, I just didn't. I don't have much dress clothes, and the suit I had is like outdated. I've had it too long. So I, um, after I drop him off, and I had the whole uh, half a day at Coles, I, uh, I'm like. <laughs> I, I'd gotten sports coats is what I had gotten. But I was like uh, in some shirts. And I was like, ah, you should probably get a suit. I'm going to catch hell for not wearing a suit. So then I'm like, oh, I'll, go in the, I'll go in the fashion mall. The suit store there, $1,200 for a suit. I'm like, yeah, I'm not, not going to get a suit. So <laughs> you know, Untucket's in there now. I'm like, oh, I'll go to the Untucket store, see what they got. So then I end up getting like uh, a blue pair of, Pants that like kind of go with hybrid yeah, dress yeah. pants, but not jean kind of thing, and then a, a shirt to go with the sports coat and no tie, which was totally against the instructions I was giving. <laughs> was to wear a suit and a tie. No way come to this thing without a suit and a tie. But. Well, you wanted to have that Coles chic look. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> that everyone. I look like an untucked. I haven't worn a tie to a wedding in a while. If you're I, telling, I'm out on ties yeah, to weddings. I'm not going to do it anymore. If you're telling people to wear ties to a wedding, you're just an asshole at this point. <laughs> I think so. And everybody yeah, was wearing I, a tie. I would, like, I would like to see them tell me to wear a tie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, if you fucking tie it. <laughs> Before you get married, I'm going to need you to come back here. An elephant never forgets, they say, Zito. And I'll tell you what I never forget to do. That's use the Action Network when I'm going through my weekly gambling betting habits. Let me tell you, I'm just going to go from the beginning of my week to my end of my week and how the Action Network helps me. Is that okay with you, Todd? Oh, I think you should. Through the week, you go to the Action Network to read the articles and analysis that the Action Network provides. They got contrarian betters. They got experts. They have everything you need to know. They have articles on every single game almost coming out that week for that weekend that you can read so that you have the knowledge to be a better better. Oh, that's what it's all about. And then once you have all that knowledge and once you do place all your bets, you use that Action Network app to track all your bets. They give you real up-to-date alerts on how the game's going. They have the green dots, the red dots. They actually have an orange bar, which is scary because it's in the middle and you could lose or win the game. Mm -hmm. It's a real situation. They give you probability on on how you're going to win, your probability on how your chances to win the game, things like that. And their probability is like more accurate than anyone's. Yeah, yeah. It's the the absolute best. It's the absolute best. Last night, I had a 98% win probability when uh, Washington State was up 48-17. Washington State lost 67-63. <laughs> Absolute wild game. I use the Action Network for absolutely everything. It's my favorite favorite app. When you get the screen time report at the end of the week, uh-huh. Action Network app is my number one app actually oh, yeah. used. Nice. Yeah. So download the Action Network app now 
Join a weekly NFL pick and pull for a chance to win $2,000 using getaction.app slash Todd or getaction.app slash Diggs or slash Ralsey or slash Bubba Gumpino or slash Pat. Whoever you want to use for there, we don't care. Just use it, getaction.app slash one of our names. Follow our action, manage your own, and become a more educated better with the Action Network app today. Do it. You're, you got a makeover on AGT? Yeah. They got a yeah. real, like a person come in and... Yeah, they, they pretty up pretty good. They, yeah, I saw you had some new digs on. I was. I was hoping I was going to get to keep that stuff. You, you don't, don't, you keep, don't it? keep it? I did not. Like, I, I, I might just email them and be like, hey, mail that to me. But, <laughs> hey, but I, can, I can't that? wear those shirts by myself. Like, that's... I, I thought, like, the weirdest thing about it is, like, I deliberately made a joke about not being able to wear dress shirts. Uh-huh, and they the exclusively <laughs> put me in dress shirts for the rest of the time. Because they were kind of like, and, and I think for the most part they were right, but, like, even, like, the creative team was like, like, we know you told the joke, but no one pays attention, like, week to week enough yeah, to, like, really memories, remember that. Erased. And then all I was getting was tweets like, who are you banging, dude? Yeah. Who'd, you, <laughs> who'd, you, who'd you pick up? I'm like, oh, uh, an entire wardrobe team <laughs> me out of it. I can't believe you don't get to keep it. Like now they're gonna launder it and give it to somebody else. Yeah, yeah I did get to keep the um, uh, the cripple threat stuff, the uh, the wrestling. Oh, did you? The final. Oh, they yeah. did let me keep that. Oh, uh, how was that? So you yeah. get the you get to do a bit with Jericho yeah. and a couple other guys. What was that like? That was incredibly cool. It was uh, I fanboyed a little bit out there. I bet that's your like, guy. like all that story. People have been asking me. They thought it was something like AGG came up with. 100% truth. I wanted to be a pro wrestler. That was always the thing. Yeah. And Jericho, about it here. Yeah, yeah. Jericho was the guy for me. So, yeah. So for him to to agree to do that and then because like he doesn't he's at the point now where he doesn't have to do a damn thing. He doesn't want to like there's sure. no him being on NBC does not really help his brand all that much. He's good. So the fact that they kind of approached him and he looked at my stuff and he's like, I like this guy. He's funny. I'll do this. And he uh, I guess he. Like follows you, right? Yeah, yeah. Like he already followed you. It, it's weird. We're like buddies now. We're like texting and shit. Like it's the weirdest thing, really, in the world. Like, like, just incredible how cool my life is. Get I get to hang out with Paula Abdul soon. That's another weird thing that just <laughs> happens now. I don't know. She was still alive. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let her know that. <laughs> how cool is it that you're still alive, Paula? This is awesome. You gotta be happy about that. Yeah, it just—it's just very strange. Like I'm, I won't lie and say I'm like a huge Paula Abdul fan, mm-hmm. but like she came, uh, she performed during the uh, the finals. Um, she danced with the uh, Light Balance Kids, right. and like her publicist, like they just really liked me, and they're like, "Hey, when you're in Vegas, let us know. She's opening a show. We'll get you a backstage. You and a guest can come and hang out." And Holy like shit. it's just, it's so odd what my life has become now. I mean, I'm not necessarily a Paul Abdul fan either, but if you tell me I have a chance to go hang out with her, yeah. I'm be like, yeah, I'm going to do that. And, and for the most part, like... Sure, she love you, Todd. And, like, if you go to, like, Vegas, like, kind of no matter what the show is, if you get to see a big-budget show, like, it's cool. It'll be cool to see... Oh, for sure. You know, a high-budget production with Paul Abdul dancing and stuff. Uh-huh. It'll, be, it'll be cool. Jesus Christ. Unless it's a choir. <laughs> I'm out on the choirs. So I'm just out. I, I'm with you. I mean, I get it's a great story, great kids, great mentor. I love the story, but I'm like, that's I put it in a different category, talent wise. Yeah, this was the first year that any choirs made the finals, and then two Uh did. Yeah, this year, Uh, New Lovu was great too. Like they're, oh, they're great. Yeah, they're They're great. What they do, yeah. But it's not a show I'm gonna go see. But yeah, I guess America's Got Talent's interesting though because it's not necessarily so much about. It's not like a strict talent show. Mm-hmm. 
it's also a personality show. Like you're selling mm -hmm. because like I thought I had really good sets, but like that's not what my act is. Right. Like it's my act isn't two minute bits of high like ah! like to do that like like no I was selling personality the whole time as well like that's mm -hmm. what you have to do to be successful on the show right and you know Detroit Youth Choir took advantage of that like that's they mm -hmm. sold personality and they For sold sure the story and yeah. yeah blame them there's a million damn dollars on the line. <laughs> I always wonder like if one of those ends up winning the million dollars because they would have to break it off in so many different directions like everybody gets like 50 grand yeah i think for them it would just be for the choir like the like the organization yeah uh, it's tough choir you know because like they <laughs> they they've existed for a while and uh -huh. they, they do that like just that. doesn't seem fair i know <laughs> Yeah, why do you think I didn't bring my... Get a new organ. <laughs> I usually have a 50-person uh, dance crew. That, that we got a new organ, guys. All right. So after Vegas, the four days in Vegas or whatever, do you guys do you do a tour too, an AGT tour? Um, I don't think there's anything officially scheduled yet. They have the option to do that if they want, <laughs> but nothing's been told to me yet. So do you have... Do you, but is there like... Do you carry a relationship on with AGT after this year? Yes. Okay. Yeah, so um, I, I can't remember exactly the length of it, huh. but... It's something I'm more than happy to do. It's amazing the amount of people who don't know shit about how this works that are like, oh, God, man, I don't sign that contract. It's They own you. Yeah, but the only reason anyone gives a shit about me is because of that show. Sure. So, so if they need me to do a couple shows that they pay me for, right. yeah, I'll go do it. Like That's <laughs> the only reason. Like, like, why would you not want that? Yeah, but then that material, you're going to use your best material. Yes, <laughs> I am. What would I save it for? Like, why would I not tell those? It's so odd how people who, like, my life is completely changed, and I, I will, if AGT needs me to do something, I'll do it. Uh -huh. That's why anyone cares. All the comics around here, obviously, think it's awesome. You never see somebody from your crew, you know? Yeah. To go up there. It's like a big deal. Yeah, like, it, and it's also been cool that, like, no one's been pissed that I got it. Mm -hmm. Like, that's been kind of really that was important to me that no comics would be like, well, fuck that guy. Why'd he get yeah. it? Well, that's why me, you always you know? hope. You like, you hope one, if, when someone makes it, I hope it's one of the good ones. Yeah. You don't want to see that asshole that none of us like, <laughs> like fucking conquer the world all of a sudden. Mm -hmm. I think you Patrick's here. Your younger brother? What's that? You mentioned your younger brother. Yes. They cut him out of the What's thing. What's up, buddy? Hey. Is he jealous now? <laughs> uh, because uh, your older brother, I believe he's your older brother, yeah. is also a uh, notorious individual. And that you guys have both kind of got some fame. Is he kind of like pissed off that he's been left in the uh, shadows? He, he doesn't give a shit. <laughs> he, like, like, like my, I love my brother, and I know he's very supportive and loves me, but he barely wanted to come out for this. Like, Really? He, he's just a lazy dude who just wants to like <laughs> lay low. And he was like, man, I got to bring a shirt. <laughs> with a collar are you kidding me <laughs> what's his story what's that your brother my older brother yeah uh, he found the, he discovered a species and it went viral for a while cause what he, a species he, of what uh, a fish that looks like a dick <laughs> <laughs> so and before like all this blew up he used to like because you know brothers are assholes to their uh -huh. brothers that's how it works he would uh mock me because it would like go viral and every time it would get like a certain amount of views or whatever like, aren't you trying to be famous like, I'm a scientist who hangs out in caves and I'm famous now. Like, you asshole. is that so he's like a marine biologist uh, he's an uh, evolutionary biologist so ah. he, he's a herpetologist he studies snakes and really shit like that yeah ah, so evolution is real 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you're in Kentucky. Yeah. <laughs> in Kentucky, it does not count there. <laughs> Pat's here. Hey, sure. you hold your own against all those people. Yeah. That should feel pretty good at your brain and yeah. your mouth. Yeah, I was on f- the last four rounds with V Unbeatable, who were like considered some of the favorites on the entire show. So I had to survive them four times. <laughs> just your there. brain and just your mouth. Yeah. That has to feel damn good. And Julianne, they were throwing Julianne around, performing with her. I was yeah, like, maybe, maybe we let Ryan throw Julianne around a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I did keep joking that if I got eliminated early, I was going to join V Unbeatable and have them throw me around. <laughs> not make a big deal about it at all. Just me, my fat ass getting chipped. <laughs> was there ever any thought when on the the last show when it's just you guys getting to celebrate a little bit and you're paired up with your heroes and we already talked about you did the Chris Jericho video. Was there any thought at all, though, that like, oh, maybe I'll do something on stage with my favorite comedian? Like Burr or somebody, whoever your favorite comedian is. I don't know. Uh, it didn't or was really, it always Jericho? It was always Jericho for me. It, That's it cool. never like The reason they sort of go that route with the comedians, it's really hard to do like a random duet with Mm -hmm. a comedian like that that you put together Mm. in two days, like a roast battle, exactly. Like like, back and forth, like it would be very strange. They've kind of done it before in the past, and those always come off weird. Yeah, because like unless you like already have something planned or you know someone well, so that was already out. It was not an option. They'd like we've tried it; it doesn't work. Uh, Yeah, I I think they. If I would have pushed it, if Uh I would have been like, I really want to do this, they would have probably let it happen. But this guy. He's battling against fucking kids flying in. <laughs> Bill Burr yeah. sitting there right next to you. Yeah. Oh, really yeah. and, and I liked the Jericho thing because it felt so much different than all the other ones. Like the other, some mm. of the other performances were great, but like they were still. Here's a singer singing oh, with yeah. somebody else. There was some classic the, Jericho in there too. Yeah. by the way, there was yeah. a lot of classic Jericho. No, it, was, it was very entertaining. He, he was the best to work with. He wanted to improv everything, which was great. So we kind of just. Did it on the fly, and we had awesome. pretty good chemistry right away, and it was it was a ton of fun. Has AEW called you? Um, they, they've talked to me a little bit. They got billionaire pockets, but, but, but not so much about perform- just like being able to come to shit. <laughs> you oh, know, go hey, to shows by the way, that. now that you'll sell out every single comedy <laughs> yeah. club and theater you want to sell. You could definitely buy tickets to our show. <laughs> yeah. Ain't no shit. No, I can come backstage. That's oh. Well, well, I was already friends with the Young Bucks before this. Like I've known them for for years. Just they used to come to comedy shows in L.A. when I lived out there. So I've known them for a so long time. So you kind of be like an influencer for them, basically. Post yeah. on social media that you're there. Yeah, yeah. A lot of my uh, my wrestling nerd friends have been very very jealous and like that. That they they don't care that my career's made that I'm <laughs> right. kind of. They're just like, oh god. The AEW Twitter follows you. That's amazing. <laughs> you put over Jericho, though. Yeah. You put over Jericho on a primetime show where a lot of people probably hadn't seen Jericho in 20 years. That yeah. was yeah. You put him over. Yeah, I, I'm honestly a little surprised that like he was allowed to do it just because WWE has a deal with NBC Universal mm. and AEW is the competition. Ah. So I, I don't know if they looked that hard into True. it or if they just liked me enough where they kind of let me have my guy if I wanted to do it, but it was awesome. Yeah, it shocked me. I was I was so happy with it. I was very happy with it. What's the funniest thing that's happened since like like being there and had the long days, the rehearsals, all was there any like one story where just some crazy shit went down? <sighs> Getting to fuck with people now is a lot of fun. Uh, like yeah? like I've I've enjoyed that because like people like it's clearly me. If you see me out in public, <laughs> but, but people keep like, I don't know how that they, they just don't know how to approach it. So people keep asking, like, are you the guy from AGT? And I'm going, 
No. <laughs> what would make you think that? <laughs> Tell me very specifically <laughs> why you would think I was the guy. Yeah, like, but but the, 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 the whole experience was super cool. Like, it's yeah. it's it's just mind blowing still that it's all even happened. I'm having a brain fart. What's her name? The lady um, doing. Uh, Gabrielle Union. Yes. So she, you're in a you're in a movie. She wants to put you in a movie. Yeah. Yeah. As far as I know, she is 100 percent legit because she brought it up twice on national live television <sighs> during the red carpet during all the interviews. She reiterated it when I talked to her after. <laughs> she said, "Yeah, we're gonna do this." So, really? So I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't care. I'm gonna be in a movie. I don't, <laughs> I don't care. Bad Boys Two, I think, oh, is the last yeah. one that I remember. Yeah, that's right. She was in a DMX movie as well. Oh, what one? DMX. Wasn't she in Fast Five? Oh, maybe. Well, she has her own production company now. She says, "I wonder what maybe she's making." Hmm. Hmm. We'll have to look that up. Yeah. We'll let you know. Yeah, we'll <laughs> this I suggest you say yes, no matter what at the project. Yeah, is. I mean. Yeah, it's she's it, pretty it, big. Yeah, and it's one of those things too that like that's how you build. Like not everyone yeah. comes out of the gate with Oscar oh, winning, yeah. you know, no, caliber no, 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 stuff. No. Like you just, if I can work as an actor in addition to doing all this, yeah, hell yeah. Uh huh. You think they'll? You think you'll write a book one day? Probably. Because you well, once I learned to hold a pen. We'll, <laughs> we'll start there, but. One thing people might nice not know time. about you is that you're you're probably one of the smartest comedians I know. Like you and actually Pat. Probably the two smartest guys I know that do comedy, like know the most shit and have, you know, so I would assume that you have quite a, quite a book deal in your future. Yeah, I would I, think. I would like to do it. There's a lot to my story that's not as funny. And you would write you know, it, you would write it yourself. Yeah, absolutely. For sure. No ghost writing bullshit. Yeah. But nobody's approached you about that yet. Um, not yet. I mean, you're not done writing the story yet. That's exactly. Yeah. And, and part of like, you gotta you know, be a movie star next. Yeah, exactly. yeah. I mean, I got a lot of things to get done. I got a lot of things. To I'm, a, I'm a dance crew guy now. And uh, <laughs> I, got lot, I gotta get done. That's awesome. So, um, no, but behind the scenes stuff, nothing crazy. Like with Terry Crews, not, like nobody's like somebody fell off a ladder. Into a couch. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Like no one nothing. nearly died. The little kids Fuck. set themselves on fire while no. juggling. <laughs> No, I mean, that's cool. That's too bad. Yeah, I do, I do enjoy when they show the the horrible auditions there toward the end. Yeah, yeah, those are always fun. Like, like it's interesting because like some of the people are kind of in on it. Uh-huh. Like, like they're sure. they're they're there to be ridiculous. Right. Like for them, it's like, oh, this is cool. I can I can right. do my weird variety show act thing, but I know what I am and I know uh-huh. what this is. But it's the people who come in there who aren't in on it. Yeah, who think they're just killing it. Oh. <laughs> and they're <laughs> that's there. the best. And, you're, and like. Like, you want to be able to help them. Like, a lot of, a lot of people are like, well, AGT, they're jerks for letting them do that. But, like, I want a whole you, you, episode. Have, you have to have a certain bit of self-awareness to know what you do and, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, like, who you are. Oh, agreed. And if you don't, like, it's not my job to protect you at yeah. that point. Like, just, all right, have fun doing your booty dancing, 90-year-old <laughs> lady. <laughs> There's nothing funnier or more entertaining than, than complete denial. But you have no idea that you're not great, and you're up there pouring your heart oh, into it. Oh, and you it. see it's Thomas constantly. I think we talked about it on one of the other yeah, episodes. Yeah. I was on the people who have been doing the same terrible jokes for ten uh-huh, years, yeah. and they're still doing them because oh man, I gotta laugh. So, <laughs> and it's it's almost funny just in that sense. Some of them. It's the same reason why people watch videos of people getting hit by cars. Yeah, it's I the know. best. You're never expecting it. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> uh, you had quite an experience this weekend, didn't you, Diggs? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Friday night, 
326 in the morning. I hear our spigot, the hose outside of my house, connected to the house, uh, turning on. I said, well, that's odd. Normally, 3.30 in the morning, no one in our house is normally watering right. the grass or anything at that time. <laughs> like, normally. Like, it has happened before, but it's not a usual thing. I'm like, hmm, that's interesting. And then uh, my girlfriend was like, what the fuck are you going to do? And I was like, well, I guess I'm going to go be the man of the house now. <laughs> so I walk, and the way that our, our goes, it goes to, out to our backyard is you kind of have to go around a corner, and then there's a door right there. So I kind of, like, did this thing where I just peeked my head around the corner to see what was out the door in there. There was somebody out there just fucking with the hose, drinking out of the hose. And I was like, huh. <laughs> and I took a step back and I thought for a second, I was like, well, how the fuck am I going to handle this situation? And the girlfriend, and the girlfriend's family is here for the first time. First time oh. they visited our house and there's a fucking guy in our backyard. <laughs> and they're like, well, call the cops. And I'm like, well, shouldn't we see what he's doing first? Like, they're like, no, call Maybe the cops. really like, thirsty. What if he has a gun or something? And I was like, I'm going to see what he's doing. I don't think he's turning the <laughs> hose on. This guy out there with a gun. Right. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, one guy's yeah. like, I'm going to rob these people, but I'm a little dehydrated. Maybe it's a water gun. I don't fucking know. <laughs> you had to fill it up. <laughs> Maybe it's a water gun filled with jizz, but he, the jizz wasn't coming out without a little extra water. I don't fucking know. So I open the door and I go, excuse me, sir, can I help you? And he goes, um, uh, sorry. Um, uh, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, all right, well, this guy's clearly just fucked up. <laughs> so I was, like, I was like, I'm going to give him a minute. To see if, if he goes away. And he doesn't. He's just, I just watch him walk around the backyard. And he had, we have like a seven foot fence, eight foot fence, like a, like the wooden privacy fences. Uh-huh. I have no idea how he got over it in his, in his state. And I was like, and he was clearly in the back, like throwing his arms up, like looking at the fence, like, like he was fucking trapped. He was trapped. He was in a fucking cage. And he had no idea how to get out. And I was like, well, I'm not going outside and like opening the fucking gate and like letting this guy out and blah, blah. Uh, so I was forced to, I was forced to call the cops. Good move, I think. Yes. You never know. Yeah, yeah, I think it was the right thing to do. Um, but like, so I called the cops and it took him like three, four minutes to get there. Not bad response yeah, time. Good. And uh, by that time, he had figured out how to get out. He he hopped back over the fence, but he was still walking around the front yard. And I was like, right, this, I'm glad I called the cops. Right, these guys are right. fucking hanging out. So the cops came cops came and talked to me, um, and apparently that was the second time they ran into him that night. Oh. So they ran into him earlier in the night, but he, he was only like two blocks from his house, and they just they said that they just pointed him in the right. correct direction to walk, and apparently he did not find his house. <laughs> he went right but past it. <laughs> they said that he was paranoid out front. He was looking for his wallet, so that's why he was in my backyard. And I watched. I went back and simply safe. Shout out simply safe. Uh-huh. Watch the video the entire time. Like he's not drinking out of the hose. He's like on his hands and knees looking for his wallet in my backyard. <laughs> Well, why'd you steal his fucking wallet, man? Why'd you? <laughs> I didn't mean to, but like, <laughs> what if you find his wallet and it's got like four grand in it? <laughs> but my dad, I talked to my dad the next day and he's like, and I told him what he's doing. He's like, well, where was your gun? And I was like, underneath my bed. He's like, well, what the fuck do you have it for? <laughs> no shit. And I was like, I don't know. I didn't feel like shooting someone on Friday night. And he's like, well, what do you have it for? And I was like, honestly, I don't know. I think we're going to sell it. Yeah. <laughs> don't want to shoot a thirsty man. <laughs> the guy just fucking, the guy just wanted, the guy just wanted a drink. Well, I've said this before. There is nothing better than water straight from the hose. Oh, I mean, it's I- the absolute <laughs> coldest water can get without freezing. And it's amazing. I don't yeah, know why it's so extra day. cold. Well, I mean, he, this guy was pretty <laughs> summer night. This guy was pretty sweaty. Yeah. He was pretty. He was pretty fucking sweaty. I don't know. It was just. It was just wild. And I was like, I realized that I. I'm not capable of 
ever yeah. even thinking about shooting a human. <laughs> what was his outfit like? Like was he like he like had like sweatpants on? Perfect. Um, but like <laughs> the type of sweatpants that have like cargo pockets. Oh, okay. oh yeah, yeah. Utility. Uh, yeah, and then just a t-shirt, and he was definitely fucked up. Like I could tell he was fucked up. Like right? he didn't come for the bars. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, he he doesn't sound like that kind of drunk. He sounds more like I just sit in my garage. But it could have been tight <laughs> drunk and I wonder I mean, about how far oh, sits in Diggs' garage. Yeah. <laughs> that was my worry, though, because my garage is off of my yard yeah. on the back. And it definitely was not, the door to the garage is not locked. I thought for sure he was going to go in there and take my car or whatever. For sure. But. <laughs> just jizzes on your car. <laughs> 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 fucking jizzes in the gas tank. It's fucking ruined forever. Well, no, and then like the cop came back, and we we're like, and they like put him. They put him in the ambulance. The ambulance came, and like four more cop cars, cop cars came or whatever. I'm, it could have. I'm, I'm guessing it was more than alcohol. No, oh, yeah, meth. I mean, whatever. How, how thirsty Heroin. do you get from drinking? Uh, yeah, thirsty. You do get real thirsty at three thirty in the morning. Yeah, when you wake up, pretty fucking thirsty. But both signs, I think of meth and heroin. You think so? Yeah. Like, I mean, to get over that crazy, fence, getting over that fence thirst. is not. Is not a drunk thing. No, you That's lose mo- you lose motor skills. That's sure. true. That's quite a feat. My f- like, I'm gonna be afraid. Like in my fence, it would have like boards would have came off. Yeah, I, I was. Worried I don't about think that it's too. built for climbing. No, it's no, pretty, no. <laughs> I've checked it out. It's pretty aesthetic. Like it's just there, kind of like the studio parts of our studio downstairs. Well, yeah, like, like the, if you tap on it hard enough, it's gonna fall out. <laughs> <laughs> the outside of the fence has literally nothing. Like the inside of the fence at least has like the two two by fours yeah, going yeah, across yeah. or whatever for mm-hmm. support. I was pretty impressive. And I wanted to talk to him about it, but it, I guess it just wasn't the right time. <laughs> what would you do? You guys did exchange artwork? numbers, though, <laughs> yeah. right? Well, yeah, I mean, I, I told him, I told the cops to give him my number. Yeah. Like, I, I got questions. Take care, man. What were you gonna say, Z? What would you do if you start doing like yard work and shit? Like, I would let him go. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I'm not gonna stop him. <laughs> this guy just jumped your eight foot fence. I want to see like the Meth Olympics. Like, I want to see. The oh, that would of be strength. awesome. If he's doing yard work, I'm going to pour my glass from the Brita inside. And here you go, pal. Hey. What's well, it like? A little lemonade. May I, I'll upgrade you to lemonade. Maybe. <laughs> it's like the girlfriend of the girlfriend's family were making fun of me. Like They were, they were like, you basically like, excuse me, is there? Is, can I help you? Is there anything I can do for you? Like They were like, what the fuck? Because like, we had like leftover pizza. Like They were like asking if I was going to take it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I got ridiculed pretty good the next day. But. <laughs> See, I would have done it that way too, though, because like you don't know if the guy's insane. So if you yeah, kind of I mean, come in like a little yeah. bit like... They were like, you're really cool, bro. They were like, you, you, know, like, you didn't know what he hot. had on him. You just, I did, because I just, I just opened yeah. the door. I was like, hey, man, can I, can I help you? I you, guess, yeah, there's, that's, that might be smart. If you come out hot, like, hey, what the fuck are you doing? And then he's like, well, you probably, I am going to murder you. Yeah, <laughs> I was thinking about only robbing you. Now I'm going to murder everybody. <laughs> You've probably been close to that state of mind, too, Tony. That's why you were kind of. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I have. Know, right? I have. Like, I've had friends who, and not me, I actually have not. But who have gone into the wrong house and slept on the wrong couch and woken up to a gun in their face? And yeah. they, said, they said it wasn't a great experience. So I was trying to protect this guy from that. Uh, yeah. So you don't drink, Graham. I, You're yeah, missing no. out on so many. <laughs> I know, man. I, I mean, could, you could hop that fence for sure. I would have. Oh God, if I hop that fence, <laughs> I'd have to be on something pretty impressive if I climb the fence. Just go through it. I mean, Todd, would you? Pulled out your gun, probably? Definitely. <laughs> I, I probably wouldn't have displayed it, but it would have been like uh, behind my leg, uh, like my arm. Well, I, I, was, I was forced so quickly to the backyard that I forgot I even had one, I think. Yeah. I don't know. I practice. Just, you, get, I, you need to establish some drills. Practice. I have practiced. He, he, he Remember, I shot before. the. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I shot a sock drawer in my house. <laughs> nice. <laughs> 
I, I, thought, say, I thought the safety was on. It was not. Yeah. <laughs> to get you prepared for the next six months, we will periodically try to break into your house. <laughs> this is the, if you're not more Well, the ready. funny part is the dogs woke me up the next night at like 3.25 to go out to pee. And I was like, well, this motherfucker's going to be back exact same time as last night. <laughs> so I went out there with a baseball bat, head on the swivel. Mm. But, but yeah, I mean, shit I, happens. I think you did the right thing, Tony. Yeah, I mean, I, I felt bad. Well, you're Canadian. I felt bad well, calling the I cops. I mean, he, he did feel bad about calling the cops, and he let him play out for a bit. Yeah, I mean, I gave him a chance. I respect it. I gave him a chance. But, like, there was, like, 40 other yards around him that had, didn't have a fence. I don't yeah. know why he fucking had to jump mine. <laughs> well, well, you obviously had something good back there. It was worth protecting. <laughs> Freeze. That's what I do when I'm brushing my teeth. Uh-huh. And I think to myself, what actually makes a better toothbrush? Industrial strength power. Claims of miraculous, trendy ingredients, multiple modes. If you ask your dentist, they'll tell you it's less about the brush and more about how you use it. Zito knows all about that. That's what the ladies tell him all the time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's why Quip was created by dentists Quip, Quip. and product designers to focus on what actually matters for your oral health, healthier habits. Quip's sensitive Quip. vibrations Quip. with a built-in timer guide gentle brushing for the dentist-recommended two minutes with 30-second pulses, nice. ensuring an even clean. Quip automatically Quip. delivers... Brush heads to you every three months for clean new bristle right on schedule. The sleek, intuitive design is simple to use and comes with a travel cap that doubles as a mirror mount. Oh, I like that. These thoughtful features make brushing something you actually want to do twice every day, at least twice. Good habits matter to live a healthier life, so help form fresh oral health habits with Quip. Quip! Quip! Listen, what I'm really saying is Quip makes you a better brusher, which means you're going to take better care of your teeth with no added effort. In fact, I'd argue less effort. That's why I love Quip. Quip. We all use it, and that's why it's in the bathroom, and that's why it's always with me even when I'm on the road. Quip starts at just $25, and you'll get your first refill free at getquip.com slash heartland. This is a simple way to support the show here and start brushing better, but you have to go to getquip.com <laughs> slash heartland to get your first refill. Go right now to getquip.com <laughs> slash heartland. Have you guys ever had to defend your home or property in a similar fashion before? For like a spider. When I was, <laughs> when, when I was in college... <laughs> When I was in college, there were, I lived with three other guys in the house, right? So there's four of us in this house. And one, one day, we're just playing video games, right? And uh, outside, we, we hear boom, boom, boom. We're like, what in the fuck is that? So we look through the curtains, and there is some drunk dude and a bunch of other guys around him. And he is just kicking my friend Roger's driver's side door as hard as he can. One after, boom, boom. His little Honda is shaking, you know? So I'm like, what the fuck? So I just run out there and I'm like, hey, motherfucker, what are you doing? And then he immediately, without pause, just comes storming toward the door. And I was like, oh, that's a big motherfucker. <laughs> like, so I just shut the door real fast and powered it. And then he started, boom, boom, starts kicking our door. And I'm like, oh, I did it. He's going to beat the shit out of all of us. So my buddy Roger runs up. He has a pistol, grabs his pistol, and he comes down. And I go, what are you going to do with that? And uh, he's like, Good question. I'll fucking shoot this motherfucker. And I go, yeah, all right, so here we go. He gets in here. Either you're going to puss out because you don't want to go to prison for shooting somebody, or and he's going to beat the shit out of us, and now he's going to have a gun. Like, you, should, <laughs> you should just get that the fuck out of here. So he called the cops, and they came and got him. Like, he busted our door. Like, literally, me and Roger 
thankfully Rogers, like he was a big like offensive lineman guy, like short but heavy. We had that door like prodded, like just please don't let this guy come in here. Like we're I've just got the door jammed shut while he's kicking it, and it comes open like two feet every time he kicks it, and we slam it back until the cops get there. The most embarrassing confrontational moment I've ever had. <laughs> did, did you ever? All find his friends out? were ridiculing me. They're in a fraternity, and like, oh, I got pussy. Open your big mouth. Did, I'm like, did you ever find out why he was kicking the car? Just drunk, like, wasted. Yeah. I mean, they came, took him to jail or whatever they do, the campus police. But I was like. Yeah, I was. Yeah, maybe I should just let him fuck up your car, Roger. Like, it seemed like a better <laughs> option looking back. But, uh, I, yeah. So sometimes coming out hot, you know, maybe if I'd have been like, uh, excuse me, sir, can I help you with something? <laughs> he would have been like, yeah, oh, there's also out. a passenger side door yeah. if you want to even. I just, this out I just hate Nissan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now that you mention it, my foot's really itchy. Trying to there was one time in college where my college roommate woke me up. He goes, hey, I'm like, what's up, man? He's like, I've got a gun. There's a guy in your car stealing your radio system. And I was like, what the fuck are you doing down here? Like, you couldn't have confronted him while you were out there watching him fucking steal my radio system? So we went up there, and we chased him through the alley and stuff like that. But he was fast. Like, he was the fastest man alive. He got away. <laughs> but, like, I mean, what are we supposed to do there? That's like, if I, I had my gun, I thought about it like... You shoot him in the foot. Right? Yeah, I shoot him in the knee. Yeah. I'm not... I'm not Taking someone's life. Yeah. I don't think I could do it. That's the thing. When you grab it, it's like, all right, there's only one. There's real consequences on the end of that this. thing. Yeah, yeah. And it, it, yeah, like, it, I'm got, sure I wouldn't have gone to jail because he's in my yard. Mm -hmm. But then they'd be like, he's just drinking water, sir. And I'm like, well, deer are drinking water all the time and they get shot in the fucking head, too. So <laughs> yeah, they, they deserve it. it. They deserve it, though. <laughs> I don't know. But this poor guy's just, this poor kid's just drunk and wants some water and I'm going to fucking shoot him for it? Yeah. No. No, maybe, maybe a warning shot. You ever think of a warning shot? I <laughs> oh, just pulling into the, the dirt. Oh, uh, don't shoot it up feet? in the air because you don't know where it's coming down. It's true. Oh, I I, you're right. I have not fired off a desk pop in a long time. <laughs> <laughs> when I was in living in the South, I was like a year or two after college. Uh, Southside in Pittsburgh, obviously, huge strip of bars, uh, like 80 bars or something in a mile and a half radius. Oh, yeah. Marius. More than that, pal. It was, it was late. It was like 2.33 a.m. And I was already at my house. And one dude had hit me up. He was like, hey, can I crash your place? And over at home, I was like, sure, whatever. And he was walking to my house. And so I went outside to meet him. And he's like around the block. And I see him walking the street. And this car drives by. It was like an SUV and like four dudes. And the windows were down. And they yell something to him. And he yells something back, obviously, because everybody's hammered. Uh, so the SUV then goes around the block <laughs> and comes back. And the guy who yelled something gets out. And they just look at each other, square up. Are we doing this? Yep. Just start fist fighting right in front of my house, <laughs> knocking themselves like into our windows, into our door, and then they both tire out after like a minute. <laughs> the They're both yeah. just dead tired, looking at each other. Like, all right, we done? Yeah. And the guy gets back in the car, drives away, and then he just comes inside, just like bleeding from his head. I was like, oh, that was awesome. <laughs> that was worth it. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Those are the best. I did also on the south side. I ran into a, a Ravens fan, and we like accidentally bumped into each other's shoulders. Yeah. And we both turned around, looked each other up and down, said no words. Both threw one punch and walked away. Oh, shit. That's just how, just one that's punch? A, whack, whack. That's just right. how things used to work down there. You just have to, something you have to do. Something you have to do. You don't get in these confrontations when you don't have arms. <laughs> <laughs> it made me be just like, they'll be like, what the? All right, man. <laughs> He's probably had a hard life. You think, uh, <laughs> you think not bringing a gun de-escalates things? Try not bringing arms. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> like, I'm like, we doing this? And they're like, no. no we're never doing this. Right to, right to bear arms is a different thing. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> my senior year of high school, we had my buddy Jamie Rosette and Mike Allen. 
buzzing around. Jamie was the wild card. Like he, he came from. I love a, that you name drop. Yeah, I love it too. Oh, yeah. Here's an embarrassing story. <laughs> yeah, from I'm, gonna, I'm gonna embarrass him. The rest Jamie, must go like my buddy, our buddy. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking Todd's got first three names. <laughs> yeah. Here's oh, his yeah. address. <laughs> if you want to congratulate him, for someone's the story. listening to this, and Jamie's his boss. And he's gonna <laughs> Jamie came from a city school and moved to our county, little county school. You know, so he was kind of a different animal and. He thought he was real tough, but uh, he just was. He was the opposite of that. Now, for some reason, he's a monster. He's like a bodybuilder. That always happens. Shit. I know. It uh, always happens. But then not. And so he's riding the passenger seat. My buddy Mike's in the back, and uh, I'm in the front driving. And um, we get next to a car to light. We're going to the sectional basketball game, and there was this these dudes mid twenties, townies, like probably you know I don't know. Just lifted tire car tires for a living, like just <laughs> not to be fucked with. You know what I mean? Just those kinds. Of, all they do is drink and fight. Like they're in that town, mm-hmm. and um, so they're next to it to light. And they're uh, we all had earrings then, whatever. And the one ear, right? That was the thing. And they were like blowing kisses at us and stuff and pointing at the <laughs> earring or whatever. And I'm like, Jamie, do not even look in their direction. If you say one fucking thing, I'm gonna punch you in your fucking head right here in this car. He's like, I'm cool, I'm cool. Finally, the light goes green. He reaches out, flips them off. Fuck you, bitch. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, it's on. They chase us for probably 30 minutes. We're late to the sectional game. I'm trying to lose them in my shitty little car. <laughs> so finally, like, they gave up, it looked like. They just peeled off. We're like, all right, cool. So go to the game, and it's already started. So I just drive around, and I'm, like, in the middle. of. I'm not even near where all the cars are parked. I'm in the wide open end, like, where faculty parking is. Just sitting in the middle of the parking lot. And it's dark. And all of a sudden, one of those dudes pops up next to my car door and goes, gotcha, boom, <laughs> punches me in the face, like almost knocks me out. And I take off real fast. And I'm like, where did this motherfucker come from? Was he like underneath yeah, the I car? That's the only thing I could think of. Uh, was that was it? Worse. Yeah, that was it. I drove off. I saw him like spin off the car and they're all laughing <laughs> behind us. And then, You'll never know, dude. Yeah. You'll never fucking know. Never know how in the it fuck got to this day, still... like a ninja. Gotcha! Oh. <laughs> he actually yelled, "God!" Yes, that's yes. incredible. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Uh, yeah. That just doesn't happen anymore. I know, it never does. That does not happen anymore. <laughs> the cops had to walk us into the sectional games. We called them. We're like, "We're not getting out of the car to the cops." Go. <laughs> yeah. uh, so get me again. <laughs> I will be gotten. <laughs> uh, what do you? Um, what do you got next, Ryan? What's coming up? I'm just touring. I'm going to be on tour a where, lot. Where are you so. next? Where are you? Uh, so Tuesday and Wednesday, I'm at the Mall of America, House of Comedy in oh, Minneapolis. Minneapolis. Yep. Oh, we got people there. Yeah, my first yes, time in Minnesota, actually. So Sweet. Minnesota's yeah. awesome. Minneapolis is awesome. Yeah. I guess that club's outrageous, too. Yeah, I heard the club's it's fantastic. Really cool. and, and like... Just like most things, like touristy, like I'm excited to see the Mall of America. I'm sure it's fun the first time. Like you, for like you guys the first went there, right? Day, like you, a, you didn't go there. No, when we were there, when we were at the Super Bowl, we never actually went. No. Oh really? Mm-mm. I hear yeah. it's awesome. Yeah, I, I like that kind of stuff for a day. Like like where yeah, they, where they sure. keep you, you know, by the Dolby Theater for America's Got Talent. It's the most touristy area, really, of all of LA. Mm-hmm. But it's fun for like half a day. Like it's <laughs> it's interesting, like seeing the stars and like kind of seeing the you know the man's Chinese theater and all that. Right. And after like half a day, you're like, dude, I'm not paying you to pet your snake. <laughs> Get out of here. I'm, I'm done with this. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Cause we were in um we were in New Orleans this week for uh, Pat was calling it a game. And do you know, have you been to New Orleans? I have not, no. Okay, so there's all these street performers, street kid performers. Mm-hmm. That's how, I don't know how you want to say it. 
Um, and they're always banging on these drums and performing and stuff like that. And if you look in their direction and you stop your feet and you hang out for more than 10 seconds and you don't give them a dollar, they will track you down for three blocks. Really? Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Though a few times Hustlers. been threatened to get stabbed. Down there. But... <laughs> So some confrontation. I knew this going. I in. just wouldn't perform. I would just be like, when you walk by, I'd be like, I'm gonna stab you if you don't get <laughs> That's also. A but, big but, one. but but if you have a, a bucket, you're playing as a drum. Somehow it's not a crime. Right. You, know, you have to have yeah. that with you. They are very talented, by the way, with those fucking buckets. But anyway, so I knew this going in, and uh, me, Ty, and Zito are walking, and we realize that Foxy's not with us anymore. Uh-oh. And I turn around like half a block away, and I see Foxy filming this. These kids playing this for for oh, the video. You had a camera out. Too. Oh yeah, had a camera out too, and I was like, oh boy. I was like, if Foxy does, I actually said it to Zito and Ty. I said, if Foxy doesn't tip these motherfuckers, they are gonna murder him. Yeah. Let him. Lo and behold, Foxy finished his filming, starts walking towards us. And I was like, oh no, this isn't good. <laughs> and they literally fucking. He did, he got no more than ten feet before uh, they sprinted up to him. We're like. Where's our fucking money at? They'll shove that drumstick <laughs> and that camera up. His Where's ass. our fucking money at? So he pulls out his money and he's got like a one, a five, and a twenty. And he like goes to put the five in the bucket. They're like, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh. <laughs> he's like, okay, here's this, here's this fucking twenty. <laughs> like you just, uh, you just almost died, Evan. So yeah, the, the petting of the snake guy. I don't know if he's that. Yeah, they're, they're, I, I never saw anyone get that aggressive. Yeah. I, I, but I also was smart enough knowing like you don't stop. You know, yeah, uh, yeah, you kind of enjoy your three seconds as you're walking by of yeah. the music and you keep going. But <laughs> yeah, like like that that area is so irritating because like there's like all you know all the stars are on the ground and like yep. I don't really like walking in crowds anyway. Yeah. But the amount of times I almost accidentally had anal sex with a stranger <laughs> be, because they just they just will stop. They're like, "Oh, Michael Jackson star." And like you're in them now. It's like, "Are we dating? Is this what's happening now?" Cuz this is uh... <laughs> Yeah, that's the bell. It means the fight's on. If you got a funeral, or a wedding, any kind of formal <laughs> event like that. It's a fight every time. I don't know if I've told this part, of the, probably have in the podcast so far, but I freak out every time I got one of these events because I don't know what to wear. And I screwed myself with the wedding that I went to because I didn't think of ahead and go to Indochino. I could have got a tailor-made suit. Tailor-made, Todd. To wear, and I would have been probably the talk of the whole service. Yeah. Instead, you bought some stuff off the rack and opened a new credit card. Yeah. Yikes. And look where I am now. Nobody was impressed with me wearing off the rack. Clothing. No, they weren't. They were like, look at that guy. He's fucking off the rack. <laughs> no, you're wearing a tie. Yeah. When are you wearing a tie? Nothing was form-fitting. I'm just taking it as is. My body's not perfect. I need Indochino in my life. So that's where I'm getting my next suit and where you should get yours. It's a custom-tailored suit to fit your body from Indochino. They have a wide selection. I have high-quality fabrics and colors to choose from, not to mention the option to personalize the details, including your lapel, lining, pockets, buttons, and writing your own monogram. Noise. Dude, can you imagine I walked in that button like, pop, look at that monogram. Oh, it's Got my name on it. Mm-hmm. Could have my website. <laughs> Go check out my comedy calendar on there. Visit the stylists at their showroom. They have over 40 showrooms in Ayo. North America to include Indianapolis now. Oh. And have them take your measurements personally or measure at home yourself and shop online at Indochino.com. 
Choose your fabric inside and out. Choose your design, customization. Submit your measurements with your choices. And then relax while your suit gets professionally tailored and mailed to you in a couple of weeks. This week, our listeners can get any premium Indochino suit okay. for just $369 wow. at Indochino.com and entering Heartland at checkout. $369. If you paid attention to my wedding story earlier, I spent that at Kohl's. <laughs> <laughs> Should have went to Indochino. Lesson learned. This is for you guys. Don't make the same mistake I did. That's 50% off the regular price for a made-to-measure premium suit, yep. plus shipping is free. That's Indochino.com. Promo code Heartland for any premium suit for just $369 and free shipping. Incredible deal for a premium made-to-measure suit. Once you go custom, you'll never go back. That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> What's your usual routine on a comedy club weekend? Uh, I lay low. You stay at the hotel. You stay at the hotel. I'm staying at the hotel. Uh, well, when I'm when I'm on the ref, I'm there for a few days. I always look for uh, retro video game stores. Oh yeah. Uh, I I collect games, so that's kind of gives me something to do. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm I'm boring. I'm not getting in drunken fights like you guys apparently. Well, that was <laughs> young. We were young. We were very that young. was ten years ago. Hasn't <laughs> happened in a long time. Yeah, but but I, I try to lay low. I just kind of if I can see things in the city. Yeah, I try to go around. But my, my favorite thing to do, I think, is to try to find one like restaurant that's yeah. only in that town. You know what I mean, or that city. No, like, I get that. It's yeah. not chain, and just I'm, I mean, food to me are good. Friends. I feel like a lot of time in those cities, though, their one restaurant is always a chain. It's always a fucking Applebee's or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Have Especially you heard of the Chili's? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Especially the towns I play. Correct, yeah. that's what yeah, I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, unless it's a diner, I guess, or something like that. Yeah. Every now and then you can get some mom-and-pop pizza place or something. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 right. I try it's to like, find something like that, too. Yeah. Like something like, we got a Cracker Barrel. <laughs> oh, awesome. And also Walmart if you need but, but I, I noticed you don't have a date with you, though, so it might be too fancy for yeah. you. <laughs> 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 What's your favorite food in the world? Uh, buffalo wings. Yep. Oh, yeah. You and me both, my friend. You boneless or traditional? Uh, boneless. Just yeah. easier. Flats yeah. or drums? Uh, drums. Let's go. Yeah. Zito's a big drum guy. Big yeah. drum guy. See, I'm an all flats. I ordered yep. uh, the place we always go to now has the option for all flats or all drums. I got uh -huh. all flats the other day. Oh, boy, was it delicious. I'm kind of coming around on drums, man. I, I was a big flats guy forever, but I don't know, man. I feel gross when I eat the drums. Really? I used to be a big drums guy, and I'm a big flats guy. Really? Yeah, you go through periods. See, see drums. Oh, yeah, I think you're right. Like, like it's it's too much work. The other, like for me personally, the, like that, the that's flat why I do, or the drum. That's why, like, no, the drums fine. Yeah, like, yeah, drum, yeah, like, and yeah. that's why, I like, boneless. It's just uh -huh. just, mm -hmm. just immediately in, in my dumb in. fat face. <laughs> and I move on with my day. I don't get. I can't be doing a lot of hard manual labor when I'm uh -huh. trying to eat. <laughs> What's your favorite like uh, wing sauce? Uh, I usually do medium. Just a medium buffalo. Yeah. I don't. We could go out together, my friend. Yeah, yeah. let's do it. I'm a big spicy garlic guy. <laughs> I don't know why. I mean, you get the best of favorite. both worlds. Mm -hmm. I like a nice hot buffalo, and then sometimes I go a freaky sprinkle some Parmesan cheese. Oh, on yeah, yeah, oh yeah, love the Parmesan cheese sprinkle. I've had a garlic parm buffalo wing before. That's been absolutely delicious. Me too. You've had it at the same place? Maybe not. Maybe, maybe, maybe not. Maybe not. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> you haven't told me the place. <laughs> <laughs> the pub. Nope, never been to the no. pub. Their garlic parmesan. No, not the pub. Um, the place where we used to live. Next oh, to Marcos. um. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I don't know if it was there or not. The, to be honest, I can't remember. The pawn shop, that's what it's called. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. Garlic, no, they have garlic there. parmesan wings there the that I think are the best in the city. By the way, the pub's dead. Full pub's full. Oh, of shut up, so. <laughs> it's closed. Sure, it's closed forever. 
They, you know what the oh, pub is? <laughs> the pub is Zito's house. And it's basically just a shithole of a house that they call the pub. Yeah. And it took on its whole identity and everything of that. And everybody loved it. And well, we're the pub. We're a bunch of fun. Uh-huh. And then it died. It's every house you ever saw where four guys lived together in, at Indiana State when you went there. Got yeah, it. It's every then, house of that. Then after about yeah. three months, people just go, oh, we don't want anyone here. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's crooked. Like, if you if you drop a, a golf ball in the middle of the floor, it, it, it rolls very quickly to one side. And they character. actually have a golf ball in their living room for some reason. For, yeah. for that reason. <laughs> just a test. I'm working on my putting. <laughs> How is it in there, though? It's nice. Uh, we actually have a big box, like, in the bar area right now. That's taking up the whole room, but because <laughs> we're too lazy to walk nice. into the dumpster. Is the AC broken again? Uh, yes, it broke again, but sa- Sunday it's getting fixed for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so we've just been sweating. I've lost like 10 pounds. Have you? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I had Portillo's last night, so I caught back up. <laughs> First time at Portillo's last night. Zito's how how was it? There. It was great. Went and sat inside. It was beautiful. Oh. It was you good, get? you know? We've given this guy a lot of shit over Portillo's. It's that good? It was pretty damn good. I mean, it is normally good. If you get the... Uh, I like the Italian sausage with the Italian beef oh, on top. Oh, it's the best. That sounds amazing. You, you ever had Portillo's? Um, I don't think so. You should try it. It's, it's, Ryan, pretty, it's pretty good. We're missing out, bro. We should go together. Let's sometime. go. Let's do it. Like, I, I, to me, like hot dogs usually like a street food. Like I want it from a, a food truck or something. Yeah. But evidently, that place is just amazing. Zito just got super offended when you said that. Street truck. <laughs> well, I mean, it's it's. More, I was impressed. It was more than that. I thought yeah, it was they dogs the game, and beefs. Right? I mean, they had. I got a chicken parm there too. Yes, it was incredible. Yeah, I had chili yeah, cheese parm dog. Before. I had a chili cheese dog first because uh-huh. I want and cheese fries for the boys, obviously. Right. So I wanted cheese to experience fries for it. boys, obviously. But then I was like, you know what? They got chicken parm. I'm trying that. I'm taking that home with me, and it was uh, delicious. Milkshakes too. Great. Yeah, milkshake. had a chocolate milkshake. I mean, they don't pay us for any of this, but. It is delicious. They sent me a care package. They did send you a care package. So <laughs> it's worth mentioning then, for sure. I'm gonna go check it out. I'm gonna sure. check it out this weekend. Hey, what? Uh, or the weekend's almost over. I'll check it out next weekend. Yeah. <laughs> I'll go with you, Todd. Movie, movie wise, <laughs> since you're gonna be a big movie star now, what type of movie comedies, or would you be interested in other stuff as well? Because um, you have an acting background. Yes. Yeah, I have a, a theater degree, which is. Mm-hmm. Finally paid off. <laughs> that was a eighty dollar waste of or eighty thousand dollar waste of time for uh, a while. Yep. Um, I kind of want to do anything. Like I, I liked getting to do. I want to do like some drama stuff too. Yeah. Like, like I, I think a lot of comedians are that way. You want to kind of show how diverse the other side. Want to do goofy comedy stuff all the time. Like what's wanna, what's a for instance? Like what's your what what's your favorite movies? Uh, favorite movies. Uh, what dreams may come. Never heard of it. Uh, Robin Williams. Ooh, but like, like in a way more serious. Like, like I, I like a lot of movies of like independent com- comedians type. being serious. Oh yeah. Like, like I don't like when Will Ferrell's funny. Uh huh. I like stuff like uh, Stranger Than Fiction, where it's like a more yeah. serious role. Like, Seven. I like stuff Jim like Carrey. Yeah. Yes. Twenty three. Jim Carrey. Twenty three, because I had it in my brain ready to say. Yeah. I didn't know which one it was. I was like, I was like, oh, comedian, serious. Twenty three. Dane Cook, Mr. Brooks. Yes. Now that was a good role. I don't know about these other ones. I wasn't a big fan of Twenty Three with Jim Carrey. I didn't see it. <laughs> I've never seen it. Little weird, Strange. creepy. Very little creepy. weird, little creepy. But the, Mr. Brooks, Dane Cook, and that. How about Jim Carrey and all his motivational speeches that I see on the Instagram? Those are pretty dramatic, and I like those. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, that's exactly it. I, yeah. I, I want to be memed more. Is Jim really doing motivational speeches? Bro, he took uh, he did that DMT thing. Oh, it's very obvious. Oh. He did DMT, and now he's giving speeches that are 
When I say this, I mean this. Very profound. He's on a journey. I'll put him up there next to Steve Jobs type speeches for me. <laughs> really? Really? Jim Carrey motivational speech. Yeah, this one, he has his weird hat on. He's talking at some graduation thing. It's like a costume he has on. And he goes for like seven minutes, and it's awesome. And wow. I mean it when I say that. It is awesome. I think he's a weirdo. Uh, I think he was hilarious and dumb and dumber. And it's weird now that I'm taking inspirational advice from him. <laughs> <laughs> but it, is, uh, it is a bit of an inspiration. The guy who once uh, emerged from a rhino's asshole. <laughs> it's really helping change my life right now. He's really. Hey, you're right, Jim. <laughs> we should probably all do DMT. See what see what the difference is in the shows after Diggs, that. You take edibles and you almost have heart attacks. Yeah. I don't know if we should send you down the DMT. You that was more of the collective out. we. Like that. <laughs> yeah. I was not involved. <laughs> you guys. I would have been. I would have brought you guys waters. Uh, I think <laughs> from the hose. <laughs> from the hose. Yeah, I would have those. Room ready. service for the DMT. Is everyone guys? okay here? Does anybody need anything? Uh, Back we, rub. Anyone can get through the. Would you try it, Ryan? I don't think so. Just once. See what. What's well, see I think it is only a one time thing. No one's addicted to it. I don't think. I think Rogan might. Have Rogan does it weekly though, right? Does he? Yeah, I think it feels so. like it. He does it quite a bit. Yeah. yeah look what that. It's done for him real. and Shane oh, Moss. He's a billionaire. <laughs> yeah, Shane. Shane Moss has a whole yeah. hour on it. Yeah, I, I love Shane, but he, he, he's he's too. a very interesting weird guy. Yeah, and like man. he's super. This like I like talking. I, I don't uh, believe a lot of the stuff that they talk about, but uh -huh. it's so fascinating to watch how passionate they are about it. I, that's why I think once you go, yeah. a little bit of you stays there forever. <laughs> like it really does. I wonder. Insane. I wonder if it's when you run out of stuff. Like, you oh, run out of stuff to talk about, you know what? Fuck it. Let's just dive all the way in. <laughs> Let's see what dying's like. <laughs> is that what it is? You feel like you're dying? No, I think it just goes, like, into your... Uh, yep. Yep. Your cervix? Is that what you said? <laughs> <laughs> so, so, your cerebellum? Cerebellum, the stem, and then I was yeah. like, Wherever it is back here. I think it goes deep you in journey there, within your mind, right? You That's access, like, 12% of your brain for while you're on it. What, oh. the hunting store? Huh? Oh, never mind. Cabela's? Cabela's? <laughs> you don't access Cabela's on DMT. Yeah, you take Cabela's and then you go rob a Cabela. <laughs> <laughs> right all those there. animals. Oh, man. It's, it's like Ace Ventura when he's in the house with all the fucking heads on the wall. <laughs> the fishing lures come to life. It's like doing a little dance. I wish you could have been up here more. It sounded like you guys were having a great time. Yeah. yeah. I said to lie about all the gambling picks I made. <laughs> <laughs> I was on a TV show, More Ways to Win by FanDuel. How was that? How'd it go? Zero prep. I mean, they didn't even ask me a single thing of what I was asking. And, you know, some games you like to just lay off of. Yeah, yeah. exactly. For Can't sure. do that on that show. Oh, though. you got to pick a winner yeah, every game? Pick a winner Can right you preface now? this with, like, uh, I'm going to stay away from this one, but if I had to take it? Uh, well, hindsight's forty forty. There, <laughs> probably could have done that. I just, I just lost people a lot of money. <laughs> you know, you no, know, I think I got them. I think I got. Them. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Right? In the gambling world, if you just say it's a lean for you instead of a pick, people are like, "Oh, okay, he's not, he's not really taking it." But if he had to, he's leaning that way. Oh, see, I went the other way. I said guaranteed. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> everything. I will cover your losses myself. That's how confident I am. Like Jacoby Brissett, he's definitely going to complete more than 20 and a half passes. Definitely. I, I know a lot about the Falcons defense for me to be speaking out of my ass about that. <laughs> Absolutely. I have no idea even if Marlon Mack is playing and I'm out there just firing. Yeah. I guarantee you said hammer. Hammer. <laughs> hammer time. So I apologize for missing this, but...
No, that's hey, awesome. Hey, you're going to be as good as anybody that makes picks. Jesus yeah, Christ. It's such a crapshoot. You don't know. I might be 100% Nobody right to this. Yeah. I might start a heater that might not end until February or something. There we go. Day. Wouldn't that be awesome if you go like fucking 92% or something? For what if I become season? the authority on yeah. that? <laughs> the what do you guru? do, Pat? Well, I just go in there and completely fucking ignorant. <laughs> What's your secret? No prep at all. <laughs> the guys the that hip. were on before me, too, on the show. Uh-huh. Oh, boy, you should have heard them, man. It was awesome. Listen to them while I'm holding. They can't do FaceTime, and we don't have Skype, so I'm just sitting there on hold. The guy behind me, the guy that was up right before me is like, now this team, whenever they're playing against a tackle that sways to the left the way this guy does, <laughs> they are 22-1 and one against the spread whenever this happens. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> this is how I feel about the Colts. Uh, it's a home opener in a new era. They're going to be feeling themselves, and they're going to want to put on a show for this crowd. The last time they were in there, everybody was booing. Let's assume this ends with cheers at the end of the day. I bet on Jimmy's and Joe's, not X's and O's, and that's what oh, I'm here for. Nice. Oh, classic line. Nice. And uh, I love that. I was mocked, I think, off the show. There. <laughs> Did they win last time you hit the anvil? Because you're yeah. hitting the anvil today? I'm yeah. undefeated whenever I'm oh, in the well, building. That's, all you that's the only stat they need to know. Pacers also undefeated when I'm in the building. There we go. So these are things that Pittsburgh Penguins play. completely defeated. They don't even score a goal. <laughs> the Pittsburgh Penguins don't even score a goal. Yeah, nice. Uh, you'd think the Pacers would just give you tickets then. Hey. Come on. Something happened with them. Remember we shot a Wrangler video down there? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah a little yeah. weird. And they demanded us to take it down. They said they were going to sue us or something like that. Oh, yeah, the ads. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. I was like, if anybody watches that video and thinks that's a Pacer Wrangler video, right. they are wrong. And yeah. yeah well, that's uh, up for debate, blah, blah, blah. So I'm not. I'm all in on the fever, though. Next year I'm going to every fever game. I'm a fever diehard. You a fever fan, Ryan? Uh, I've not gone to a game, but I hear they're fun. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> <laughs> they, they fired Pokey. I'd, I'd, I'd go. Like I'm. I, I like sporting events. Like mm-hmm. I like live sports. Like I would get. You you see geek too. You get in all those ones cheaper than mm-hmm. uh, anywhere else. Oh right? yeah. Yep. Ryan, when you when you're. When's your next show? You got big shows coming up? Uh, I'm in uh, Minnesota on Tuesday and Wednesday. Mall of America. Mall of America. Just the whole mall? Yeah. Yeah, I'm just going to be going store to store. <laughs> I, do, I do a joke at the Hot Topic and then go to the Orange Julius right after that. People are like, why is this guy fucking bothering us? <laughs> the mall paid him just like yeah. they paid the Mighty Ducks. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I just wanted a milkshake. He's talking about his dick. <laughs> <laughs> he, won't, he won't leave. <laughs> uh, incredible. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm going to be busy for a while, though, and then I'm okay with that. Good Every weekend, what's your routine like during the week? Like when you're you're in between gigs, are you are you uh, writing a lot? Are you just kind of relaxing, fucking off? Um, I, I write when I can. Like if something comes to me, like I, I've never written. You're not a like go I, to the coffee shop, force myself to yeah, write for like, two hours. Anytime yeah. I've ever sat down to write, it's garbage. Yeah, because my brain will start thinking like, what is people? What do people think is funny? People like cats, right? Yeah. I'm gonna write about cats, you know, and, <laughs> and like that never works. So like, I, I usually write just when shit hits me. So sometimes I'll go two months and come up with nothing, uh-huh. and then ten minutes will come to me. I have at to one do time. the same thing because I'll overthink jokes. I'm like, oh man, I'm just gonna dig into like 400 facts on mosquitoes, yeah. punch this shit up. <laughs> hey, that was you good know? though when you did that. I learned a lot about mosquitoes that night. Very educational. Yeah. Yeah. Not funny at all. Not very, funny. very boring. But I learned a lot. You did do that outside? Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's why. I I'll do. I'll fuck it up. Man. <laughs> the authority on mosquitoes. Yeah, <laughs> it's forced riding because I used to do this show. Pat came to us where we first got to know Pat. Every Tuesday we would come, and you were forced to do like five minutes of new material, and then we would pick subject matter, and you would have to write on only that subject That's matter. Funny. It's kind of nice. Actually. Forced riding is the worst. Yeah, the, the it, worst. it has never worked for me at all. 
I, I usually just I try to just lay low and play video games and mm-hmm. things like that. Just do no like the reason I love comedy is that when I'm not doing it, I don't think about it that much. Yeah. I'm not watching specials. I'm not going to like weird mics that aren't gonna benefit me. Like right. I try to do real human things just to just to breathe. Well the best comedy quote I ever heard is from Dana Golden, all three, me, you and Pat, all obviously this is how we write and do comedy. Oh it's, yeah, it's, let's put me in there. It's, <laughs> it's uh, he said, This is your job, man. Live life, report. That's all you do. Go out and live your life and then talk about it on stage. Yeah, like yeah, that that's advice I will always give to someone that starts comedy. And like cuz like usually when you start comedy you're so jazzed about it. So you want to write like 20 pages a day mm-hmm. and want to write like no go do shit. Mm-hmm. Like that's oh, yeah. how you're going to get material. It's like exist. Gary, all you Gary, do Gary Goldman tweets like every day and yelling at me to go write yeah. if I want to be a stand-up comic. Yes. I think there are comedians that, yeah, that can oh. do it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yep. Gary's a good example Agreed. of someone that can do that. Yeah. I just think everyone's process is different, though. It's just how your it's brain it's works. It's a different brain. It's a weird brain, though, that can do it. There's not yeah. very many of them, I don't think. He is definitely, you're right. He's Gary's a prime example of guys that do it. Seinfeld's yeah. probably another one. Yeah, and they're brilliant. But right. not me. I'm not that smart. Yeah. Bill Burr and Dave Chappelle have made me take a temporary hiatus. <laughs> They're so good. You as dude. well, Ryan. Uh, I've been so watching good. more comedy these days than I had in the past, and I think I should just probably stay away from the stage for a while. <laughs> That's where I'm at in life. So good luck to you, comedians out there. Uh, <laughs> They're just not great. fair. Plus, but we got to think about too. Those guys—that's their whole life. Like every day, stand-up comedy. Ugh, it was so good. Have you seen the Bill Burr one? You uh, I haven't watch watched it. Yeah. I, I've been so wrapped up in AGT stuff the last few weeks that I've had no time to oh, you should think watch about both. it. Oh, okay. Both of them are great. Ryan, when I say this, I mean this. Those two walked out of there on stage with some of the biggest gut sacks I've ever seen <laughs> yeah, in my entire yeah. life and just delivered a diatribe towards <laughs> society in a hilarious fashion. And uh, I would like to see your take on it as a guy who is... I mean, now, after AGT, you've been thrusted into top 10 stand-up comedian names on Earth, probably, by the way, which is awesome. I would like to hear your thoughts on those, too. It would be cool to listen to. Sure, I, I will come back and report. I will, <laughs> yeah. I will live and report. Yeah. I'm, just a basic, I'm, I'm a basic up. human, so I would like to hear what somebody mm-hmm. who does it for a living. Yeah, that would be interesting to see yeah, what you yeah, I, mean, I mean, I've heard like some of it's like pretty con- – like some people are pissed about how PC – or like anti PC things are yeah, on there, yeah, yeah. but like, mm. like I, I'm always in between on that because like I think anything should be able to be joked about as long as you have a point. I they think al- there was some comedy Illuminati shit going on between Burr and Chappelle. I think they both got together and they said, "Hey, we're probably the two most two of the most influential people in yeah. comedy right now. Let's go so far against the grain right now that we kick things back to the glory days yeah. where you could talk about anything and." Mm-hmm. But we're going to need enough money because this could potentially end our career. <laughs> so Netflix was like, all right, we'll give you, you $20 million a piece. Yeah. Is that enough? Yep. That's like, enough. It's just an odd thing. And I know this is like, it's not the norm for like stand-up comics to talk about. But like, I don't think comedy is under attack the way that a lot of people do. Everyone, where every special you watch, people are dirty. They work blue. Like I work colleges and I'm allowed to say whatever the hell I want. No one tells me that I can't. The only thing that's kind of changed is people don't want you to punch down anymore. But it, but it's just, it, not, it's the way you approach it. You can still do it, but like you can't. They don't want you to punch down. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's the only difference. You can still talk about. I mean, everyone works blue. But, it, all, but it has changed. I like had a friend who, yeah. in L.A. He was like, I have this. You know, he's from here. He's like, I have this joke, and it's just the it happens in a strip club. And when I tell it, in, I told it the first time in L.A., the audience went <gasps> strip club because they they're like, oh. That, 
those are sex slaves. And we're like, no, strippers. strippers. Yeah. <laughs> not sex slaves. You know what I mean? But that's how they view it there. So you can't even you can't even include it as a setting for a joke. Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, but no, the, no, 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 no. But, but not the, sex slaves you're talking about. Yeah. We're talking about just like, I'm, get, I'm, get, I'm getting to that joke. That's not what I talk about. The sex yeah, this, this was a warm up. Yeah. yeah. But uh, the punch down thing was the one piece of advice Pat had given us all, like when we got here mm-hmm. and like on Twitter and stuff like that. Never punch down. Was yep. like, don't ever punch down because then you're, you, there's no winning in that. There's just no winning. None. Even if you get a little bit of a pop from some people. The loss is so much bigger than the gain. Mm-hmm. There's just no reason to do it, especially now, when back in the day the punch downers were heralded as heroes. Right now it's like, yeah, you're a little bit of a prick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, shit just changes. Like the way, mm-hmm. like, like I'm, I'm a big believer of like, it's not my job to police what people get offended by. It's just my job to decide if if I said something that offended you, I then decide if it's still worth it for me to tell that joke. Like, it's not, like, people can be, I don't know everyone's life, you don't know people's trauma and all that, so they can be offended if they want. Then I just have to decide, okay, are enough people getting offended where I should stop this? Yeah. Or was it just one dude who had a rough time and then, hey, sorry, but that's what it is. Yeah. (laughs) Has anyone stopped you after a show or any of you guys after a show uh, and actually told told you that they were offended? About something you said during the show? Yeah, mine, it was the weirdest thing. It wasn't like cancer or any like hot topics. I have a the, my cleanest joke that I the, pretty much save for corporate events now. See you, Pat. Pat's got to go smack the anvil. Give the McAfee bump to my Colts. Hopefully. Have fun, pal. Listen, I guarantee to win. <laughs> <laughs> See you, brother. Um, so the, and this is the only time it ever happened to me. It was on, on the cleanest joke I have. I save it for corporate events, whatever. It's a joke about... Bailey, when he was a kid, me breaking down and getting a dog for the first time, and it's an old joke. It's like, this is the smallest dog I could possibly find. Uh, it was a Yorkshire Terrier, da da da. And at the end, Christmas morning, he comes out, opens the gift bag, it's in, goes nuts, starts screaming. The kids are like, What do we get? What do we get? And he's like, We got a guinea pig. And I'm like, Fuck, that would have saved me 870 bucks. You know? that's, <laughs> so that's like, it's the safest joke I've ever had, I think, that does well consistently. And after the show, some lady came up and she goes, Listen, I just really have a tough time with that joke about your son and the dog. Like, why you would go to a puppy mill pet store to get a dog (laughs) and not rescue a dog is disgusting. And I was like, okay, probably don't want to talk to you ever again. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, you seem like a lot of fun at parties. Yeah. (laughs) If that's all you got from that joke. I I very rarely... People... And it's never someone with a disability, Mm -hmm. but I'll get somebody who, like... My nephew has a slight limp, <laughs> and it's very offensive that you're talking about people with disabilities. And I'm like, "Bitch, you know I'm crippled. Right? Like, you know, like, <laughs> I'm literally that." Um, and, and I had somebody get really mad recently. And I, and I, this joke has done really well every time, but like this is the first person I got mad about it. I do a joke about like. Like I'll say something like, you know, like, oh, like, you know, first of all, cripple, that's our word. Uh-huh. You don't yeah. get to say it. Cripples for me. Right. Now you can say cripa. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but it's that hard rule that's going to get you. <laughs> and a, a white lady got very mad oh, <laughs> about that. It's yeah. always a it's white al- lady. It's always a, a soccer I, mom. Yeah. I know what haircut she had, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, man, we can't thank you enough for joining us again. Well, thanks for having me. Come again, back any time that you're bored and you're around. Indianapolis. Yeah, the uh, the McAfee bump was real. So like even like all my shows, at least you know five to ten people will be like, I don't even give a shit about AGT. I heard John, <laughs> I heard John Heartland, I heard that's John awesome. McAfee. So yeah. like that's 
that's been very cool. And uh, yeah, I definitely appreciate you guys supporting me and helping me get to third. I mean, yeah, if you brother. guys would have tried a little harder, yeah, I might have got second. But <laughs> that's, that's fine. Well, next time I'm on the show, we'll uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll get me to second place. Maybe we'll start our own competition. Show. <laughs> we won't allow choirs, no choirs, no children, and angels that fell from heaven that <laughs> seen in an incredible fashion. Yeah. We won't have those people on. <laughs> Basically, we're gonna rig it so I win. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be the homeless. <laughs> There's going to be homeless dudes drinking from a hose and me. Oh. Like, that's all. I'll get them back. <laughs> Sounds good. Check uh, Ryan out at Minneapolis. If you're in the area, it's worth a three, four-hour drive at least. You don't have to be immediately in the area. Go to his website. See where he's performing. Assume you have a calendar on your website. Yeah, cripplethreat.com. And then I also, on my social media, it's all at cripplethreat8 Eight. on everything. Should change it to three. To three? Oh. <laughs> third place, baby. It's true. The third most talented person in America. <laughs> Other than that, we love you guys. Keep spreading the word about the show. You're doing great. This may be on DAZN now. I don't know. If so, DAZN, people, hey, how are you? Good to see you. <laughs> if not, maybe it's YouTube. You guys are used to us. Whatever. Um, yeah, that's it. We're out.